When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 9th. The Detroit Tigers have acknowledged me. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting the site. I led with Alex Fayedo yesterday. Five innings pitch, one run, three. It's one walk, seven Ks, 17 whips. Co-share, if I can say it out, co-share of the Gallows Poll. Amazing. 33% CSW. He was a stream pick of the day yesterday. You love to see the slider go nine out of 26 lifts. You love to see the Tigers say this is the content we needed with a K today. It was wonderful. I cannot believe it. Uh, but yeah, Alex Fayetum, it's not bad. He gets the White Sox and the Rangers next. It could work out again. I mean, it's just really dependent on that slider, and that's all that matters about Alex Fayeto. Sandy Alcantara, we all have a Sandy Crush. We just put out a new shirt on the store for Sandy Crush, like Candy Crush in the same font of it, but it looks like Sandy Alcantara. It is really good. You should go and check that shirt out. I have mine on its way, and I can't wait to wear it. But yeah, complete game shutout. Six hits, six Ks. He had a golden goal, 17 whiffs, 36% CSW. Alex, uh, sorry, uh, Sandy Alcantara is amazing, and yeah, he is going to be tier one on Monday. Aaron Nola also had a fantastic start. I mean, oh my guys, just, oh man, Alcantara and Aaron Nola. Mm. Eight innings, zero in runs, four zero walks in, six strikeouts, just eight whiffs. But he didn't hang his curveball at all in this one, and that's really, really huge. Kept it all down. It was super effective, and everything is great. But he does go every other start. That is, it's a clunker and a stud, and a clunker and a stud, hopefully, next time he can break the trend. Uh, Merrill Kelly, six innings, zero runs, one hit, three walks, and five strikeouts. Also 17 whiffs, the third co-chair of the Gallows poll uh, yesterday. You love to see the heater at 93-94. And the change-up and four-seamer really were the major thing. The, I don't expect to see nine whiffs on his four-seamer most of the time, but uh, this was good for Kelly, and he'll get them a second time. That is the Reds. At home instead of even in Cincinnati. So, yeah, I'd start in there again. Sean Manaya did well against the Mets. And I was actually really surprised to see that he had six straight starts of at least 300 runs before his last one. I kind of just thought Sean Manaya was just always good. And I think it's because he wasn't teetering to be bad. So, I just thought, yeah, everything is good. Um, now, he's lowered his E-rate to about 3-5 with this uh, 100 run, 7-inning performance. I think he's pretty dang good. And uh, that's pretty cool. Josiah Gray had his second straight good start in a row. This was the best commanded start I've seen from him. Five innings, zero in runs, three, six hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. 15 whiffs total with 11 out of 32 on his slider, which is excellent. And he had curveballs for strikes. But really, the the precision down and arm side, or glove side rather, with uh, both his breakers is insanely good. Um, I hope that this means that Josiah Gray's command is great forever. I doubt it. But something to monitor, and maybe he's turning the corner with these last two starts. Nathan Eovaldi went five innings, zero in runs, six at zero walks, five Ks. But the story here is that he was at 94 as opposed to 97.7 on his fastball, nearly three-tick drop. And that's because apparently he had hip discomfort. I hope he's okay. Um, he toughed it out for five innings, and he got the win against the Angels. Well-deserved. It was a one-to-nothing game, ultimately. Uh, so I hope he's all right, but keep monitoring this make sure he doesn't go on the il maybe it's just a one start thing because if he's not a 94 he is not nearly as effective um even though this start worked out it was against the struggling angels so 
keep that in mind. Reed Demers was on the other side of this uh, with a, how am I supposed to butter my bread with this? With just one strike at 1.1 innings. I'm just glad I got zero in runs. But honestly, until the the whiffs return uh, on the slider, yeah, no, no thanks. I'm just completely out. It's been really disappointing. It's been two months and I was thinking that the whiffs would be there at some point. Just really hasn't. Uh, Shane Beamer got terrible luck. Also 4.1 innings, zero and runs, but six strikeouts and only 54 pitches. Why? Because, well, he only, uh, because there was a rain delay. Sorry. <laughs> there was a rain delay yesterday for Shane Bieber. It's really unfortunate. He's at 90.3 miles per hour. And I think he's a sell high. Like he's still SP2 considering the strikeouts of that slider, but I really do believe that over time he's going to get burned a good amount because of that poor fastball. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm being really dumb about this, but a proper sell high is when it actually is a sell high and the community does, you know, thinks that it's the wrong thing to do. That's when it's a sell high. Uh, and I feel that way with the 90.3 mile per hour fastball. It's supposed to like 93 in change. It's really, really stark. Uh, Mitch Keller against the Tigers did well. It's the second good start in, in, in a row. And I'm going to stop up speaking. I don't want to buy it. I mean, the slider went 10 for 30 whiffs. That's amazing. And we haven't seen that, but he gets the Cardinals next. And I just can't do this. I can't. I can't really believe that right now. Mitch Keller just turned it around. It's possible. It really is. And that might be the start against the Cardinals if he has a 10 out of 30 slider whiffs again or something close. Okay. But mm, I'm not, I don't want to do this. I just want to say this was the Tigers. Uh, and now, and have essentially have your bias. Um, Alex Wood, I did the video on him this morning. Um, seven innings, one and run, five at zero walks, five Ks. Good command on the sinker. Change up and slider, both were there. 92 plus on the fastball. It's like all there. And this was Rocky Road. Now he's two good starts against the Royals and the Pirates. Yep. I'm all for that. Tony Gonsolin against the White Sox, six innings, one and run. I don't actually think that he was that great. I know. It's weird. I mean, this is a great start once again, and you're just going to keep rolling with it. Uh, but, Sliders and splitters weren't that well commanded, and the four seamer was too. Uh, I mean, I was against the White Sox. You just keep doing it. I don't know if this is a true sell high. Like, if people think of him as an SP three, yeah. Like, I trade Tony Gonsolin for Nestor Cortez in a heartbeat, you know. But like, that's not what you're gonna get, right? Um, Antonio Sensatella against the Giants, whatever. Uh, Chris Archer against the Yankees went five innings, whatever. Ian Anderson against the Athletics, six innings, two earned runs. Yay. His changeup was really good. Four-seamer and curveball were not. But whatever, it was the Athletics, and that's fine. He goes against Nationals next time. As long as he has that changeup, I think that would be fine. Uh, Johnny Cueto had a, a poor quality start against the Dodgers, and there's no way I'm actually starting him moving forward. I'm sorry. Look, in a deep league, if you really need to, go ahead. But I think it's just not going to work out. Logan Gilbert, to me, is also a sell high. This is a, a very, very poor quality start. That is 10 base runners, 300 runs, and exactly six innings. Uh, he has like a 241 ERA. Like, it is a 241 ERA. A 108 whip and about a strikeout per inning. That, to me, is a prime sell high because, again, I don't buy the secondaries from Gilbert. You've heard this entire season from me when he was killing in the first month. Now, it's just the same story. The slider, curveball, changeup have not developed enough. And it doesn't mean that he's going to be bad, but those that see those numbers and think, oh my God, this is an SP1 or 2 who can go deep into games. Yeah, I don't see that from, from Logan Gilbert. You're going to see starts like this often. Three strikeouts. So that that's me in Logan Gilbert. Uh, do with that whatever you want. Uh, Corey Kluber against the Cardinals didn't really do much of no. Now he goes against the Yankees again. No thanks. Brady Singer, it's a coin flip a bit. But it was the Jays who made a worse one and three and runs and eight hits and five innings. He doesn't have his changeup. Slider's still really good. Sinker, you just got to hope he gets enough cold strikes. It's a cherry bomb. Um, 
Mike Miner against the Diamondbacks. I had some some hope in his second start. He'll be able to do well against a bad team. He didn't do well, but maybe he can do it in a third one and shake off enough rust. Eh. Deep, deep LNLs only stream if you need it next week. Yusei Kikuchi against the Royals. 0.2 innings. Three and runs, two. It's four walks, two Ks. He gets the Orioles next. Do you want to do it? I don't know. I honestly think like it's just not that good from Kikuchi right now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not doing it. Nestor Cortez finally slowed down. 4.1 innings, 4 and runs, 7 hits, 0 walks, 3 Ks. I, you know, I was going to give him his Aces going to Aces label if he did well here. It didn't work out. It doesn't mean he's in a spiral or anything. Just, all right, next start, hopefully he bounces back. And that's all you can really do. Jose Arquiti, 4.1 innings, 4 and runs, 7 hits, 4 walks, 3 Ks. The deep repertoire just isn't present. And I, uh, you really, yeah, you can move on if you haven't already. Uh, Jared... Jared Koenig, um, like for the Athletics Maze MLB debut against Atlanta. I really did not like the fastball here. Um, curveball is interesting, and he really leaned on that one a lot. Slider was there too, but it was mostly the curveball. Four innings, four and runs, five hits, two walks, three Ks. This is not something I'm focusing on yet. I want to see him do it right for one start, and then I can assess that one. Um, Dane Dunning did not have his best command, and four and runs, nine hits, four innings, just one strikeout. Yep. I sorry. <laughs> Um, Becky Naughton, no thanks. Uh, Adrian Hauser, five and runs, six innings, no thanks. And Chris Bassett, oh, it's 3.1 innings, six earned runs, seven hits, two walks, six Ks. I still think he's actually kind of good. I think he got a little bit unlucky in this one. I know that he hasn't been nearly what he was in the first month. I've removed the ace. He's going to ace label. He did well last time out. You just got to stick with Bassett. And I think this is more of a valley than it is all of a sudden now a, I. Uh, Big Valley? A crater? <laughs> uh, stick with Chris Bassett. I think he'll be rewarded. He's still a workhorse that goes deep into games most of the time. And I think the slider and cutter are better than they have been before. The sinker just wasn't good in this one. That's really what messed them up. But I think you should be still going in on Chris Bassett. If you, people are selling low, like, yeah, I would buy low, you know? Um, I would do that. I, I'm going to have him in that tier of, like, Bueller, Webb, uh, Barrios, uh, Gallon, and Arias right now. All right, moving forward and looking at today's games. It is Thursday. That means we look at the next four days, hopefully helping you out for the entire weekend. And tomorrow is the two start pitchers for next week. But today's is Burns, Cole, Freed, McClanahan, Webb, Otani, Cease in the off start tier, Nick Pavetta, and Tyler Anderson in the probably start tier. I think Tyler Anderson against the White Sox is the reason why we're holding him back. Um, he's a lefty against the White Sox who are better against them. Questionable start tier, Connor Pinkleton. Pilkington gets the uh, gets the Athletics, making him the stream pick of the day. Tyler Molly against the Diamondbacks. Zach Eflin against the Brewers. Uh, those are and Miles Michaelis against the the Rays. Those are all a step above, I think, the other options here. Uh, Trevor Rogers against the Nationals. It's a coin flip. We don't really know who what's going to show up. Same with Steven Strasburg. He did go about five or six innings, I believe, in his rehab start, and it was against Miami. So maybe you do want to take a chance there. In general, I do want to do just a still ill. Um, James Caprillion against the Guardians. He's a Tobin that could work. Brew Baker against the uh, against Atlanta as a right-hander against them. That's better, and he has the uh, the breaking stuff that that could work. And then you have Jordan Lyles against the Royals. That's a complete coin flip every time with with Lyles. And then do not start. It's a Zach Davies, uh, Chris Bubich, uh, Dylan Bundy, Austin Gomber. Even though Davies is going against the Reds, I think the floor is too low, and everything else is super super obvious. Looking forward to tomorrow, Joe Musgrove, Luis Severino, Pablo Lopez, Jose Brios, Gallon, and Bueller, and Castillo are all auto starts. Even, you know, we have Gallon, Bueller, and Castillo with bad matchups here. 
Um, Gallon against the Phils, Bueller against the Giants, and Castillo against the Cardinals. I think they're all good enough that you still have to do it. Jose Brios gets the Tigers, just came off the 13 strikeout game. You obviously do that. Uh, probably start tier. Mackenzie and Ashby, honestly, could be auto starts. I think after Mackenzie not doing well against the Tigers, I didn't want to really put him in the auto start tier after doing that. And Ashby just needs more time for me to feel like, oh, his floor is totally fine. So, but he goes against the Nationals. I mean, you're going to start both of them. I might even do Luis Garcia um, against uh, the Miami Marlins. Um, but it's he's not really quite doing so much that makes him feel like tier one ability. You know, like that 10 strikeout, 7 inning game or something like that is not really in the cards for Luis Castillo. Uh, Spencer Strider versus Ronsi Contreras are going to be really fun. They're both in the probably start tier. I would start both if I had both and just let it ride. Um, and Drew Rasmussen as well against the Twins. He's pretty much just a Toby. You just got to let it ride um, against the, the Twins. Um, but he's a step above the Toby. Just do it with Drew Rasmussen. Um, and the questionable starts here. Paul Blackburn and Kyle Gibson could arguably be probable start because of their matchups. Blackburn against the Guardians and Gibson against the Snakes. I I would, yeah, I'd be fine with it. I'm not going to be chasing after it, though. Um, Lorenzen and Gonzalez are are also Tobies, but, and I kind of like them more than the other two, but they are facing tougher teams, so they are lower on the list. Lorenzen gets the Mets and Gonzalez gets the Red Sox, but Gonzalez is kind of on a Vargas rule. Um, it's weird. Uh, hopefully that does work out for both. Devin Smelter is a stream pick of the day against the Rays. He's a Toby and the Rays are actually kind of not really that great right now. So that should be good. Chad Cool against the Padres. Tyler McGill against the Angels. Glenn Otto against the White Sox and Rich Hill against the Mariners are all d- removed from the other options. Cool against the right-handed weak, weak, uh, Padres could do well with his breakers. Uh, Tyler McGill only had 3.2 innings in his rehab start. So I don't really expect five innings. Um, against the Angels, so it's a limited ceiling here. Um, Glenn Otto and Rich Hill are both complete coin flips in their starts. And the do not starts here. Jonathan Heasley is really interesting. I was very tempted to make, put him in the questionable start here because he went up to 95 in his last start from 93 and change. And if that holds against the Orioles, that could be a productive outing. So if you need one more start here, that's the one I go for um, against the Orioles. And then Bruce Zimmerman on the other side. Changeups and sliders haven't been there for a bit, and I just don't want to risk it. Um, Wade Miley, Davis Martin, Elvin Rodriguez, Eric Fede, Andre Palante, and uh, Yarlan Garcia are just obvious benches as well. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I have not done any rankings for these as I traditionally don't. So Saturday and Sunday, I'm just going to go team by team and just loosely be placing them based on what roster resources probables grid is telling me. So for uh, for Saturday, Tyler Wells against the, the Royals is a no. Waka against the Mariners after the complete game shutout. I guess he is a questionable. Jordan Montgomery against the Cubs is a probable. Shane Boz against the Twins is a probable. He just went 4.1 innings of 10 strikeouts. Like, how can you say no to that? Um, Kevin Gaussman against the Tigers and Boz, that was in the rehab start. Gaussman against the Gaussman against the uh, the Tigers is an auto. Giolito against the Rangers is an auto. Zach Plesak against the Athletics is a questionable. He's been upgraded because this changeup is landed for strikes and the side has been working against it. Athletics, all right. Bobreski against the Jays, no thanks. Dylan Lynch, I don't care against the Orioles, do not do that. Too risky. Um, Chichik and Gonzalez against the Rays is a no. Framber Valdez against the Marlins is an auto star. Patrick Sandoval against the Mets, I think is a top of questionable because of how rough it has been so lately for him. Maybe the bottom of probable, but top of questionable, yeah. Um, Frankie Montas against the Guardians is an auto. George Kirby against the Red Sox, top of questionable. The Red Sox are good. 
Martin Perez against the White Sox. It's an auto. He is just on a tear, and you just don't say no. Charlie Morton against the Pirates, top of probable. Uh, Braxton Garrett against the Astros, no thanks. Carlos Carrasco against the Angels, I think it's improbable considering how bad the Angels have been. Um, Zach Wheeler is going on Friday, or Saturday rather, from paternity leave returning. Auto start against the Diamondbacks. Patrick Corbin, no thank you against the Brewers. Matt Swarmer against the Cubs, not the worst start ever considering he's done well so far, but no, you don't want to do that. Uh, Hunter Green against the Cardinals is a questionable start because of the volatility. Eric Lauer against the Nationals is a probable. Zach Thompson against Atlanta is a do not start. I I know he did well last time, but the curveball wasn't and it just still worked. Ugh, I don't want to do it. Adam Wainwright against the Reds is a probable. Madison Baumgarten against the Phillies is a do not start. Freeland against the Padres, no thanks. Feltner against the Padres oh, is a top of top of do not start, but that could be very sneaky. The increased velocities outside of cores and it's the Padres. Like if you were to kind of take a chance on it, that would be this one. It's a double header. Oh man, no, I'm not. I can't do it. Uh, Julio Arias against the Giants as a lefty is the top of probable. Uh, Mike Clevenger, Rocky Road, and so is Mackenzie Gore. Both of them are improbable, if not auto starts, honestly. Um, and Jacob Junis against the Dodgers, I don't want to do that. That's a do not start. Um, on Sunday, we have Dean Kramer against the Royals. No thanks. Garrett Whitlock against the Mariners, honestly, no thanks. I don't want to do it right now with Whitlock. Uh, Tyone against the Cubs is a probable. Jeffrey Springs against the Twins is a probable. Ross Stripling against the Tigers is a questionable. Yeah, questionable. Tigers are that bad. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Detroit Tigers. Uh, Michael Kobeck against the Rangers is a probable. Cal Quantrill against the Athletics is a probable. Tarek Skubal against the Jays is an auto. It's Tarek Skubal, man. Brad Keller against the Orioles. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Top of questionable. Like, or um, Do not start. Cole Sands, no way against the, the Rays. Christian Javier against the Miami Marlins. I know it's been rough for two straight starts. So I guess I'll do top of questionable, but I kind of want to make it probable anyway. Noah Syndergaard is also top of questionable with the Mets. Uh, revenge game, though. We'll see. Uh, Cole Irvin against the Guardians is a questionable. He's a Toby against a good matchup. Robbie Ray against the Red Sox is top of questionable the way that he's been pitching. Also, that sinker stuff is driving me nuts. Uh, John Gray against the White Sox is a questionable. It's a coin flip if the slider will be there. Cal Wright against the Pirates is an auto. Edward Cabrera is a questionable against the Astros because the Astros and the questionable command has been there. So questionable, questionable. <laughs> Tywin Walker against the Angels, I guess, also questionable. Man, so many questionable starts. Uh, with the splitter kind of helping and the velocity of the fastball. It's just so weird. Ranger Suarez is a questionable against the um, Diamondbacks. Evan Lee is a do not start against the Brewers. Uh, Marcus Stroman against the Yankees. <sighs> questionable. Uh, Graham Ashcraft against the Cardinals is a question. Was the slider going to be there or not? Brandon Woodruff is returning from the IL against the Washington Nationals. That's a probable start. Um, he's hopefully starting against, uh, them on Sunday. Uh, Jose Quintana against Atlanta as a lefty. No thank you. Sit. Uh, Dakota Hudson against the Reds is a questionable. Luke Weaver is getting a start for the Arizona Diamondbacks. That is a bench. Uh, uh, Herman Marquez against the, the Padres on the road is questionable, even though the slider was there last time. And on the road, I'm not doing it. Clint Kershaw is returning from the IL against the Giants. That's a probable. Nick Martinez is getting a rocky road start because of the doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, I would say questionable. And Carlos Rodon against the Dodgers is still an auto. Man, that's a weird, weird day on Sunday. My God. It's going to be tough for me to rank all of those. I don't know at the moment. And I uh, definitely tune in for that on Saturday morning. But that's going to do it for today. So good luck this weekend. 
And may your babas be low and your strikeouts high.